remember this, you guys, mm. one small step creates the domino effect, right? Look at tapping mm. the one domino. What does it do? You guys, this is physics. We are of nature. It's one step in the right direction aligned with you. Watch the magic happen. Hello, my love, and welcome to the Boldly Courageous podcast. My name is Melissa Martin. I am a business and embodiment coach and creator of the Boldly Courageous community. Just like you, I've walked through some dark seasons in life, and I know what it's like to start over again and write a new story. This podcast is here to activate you, to show you what's possible when you embody your power and walk with courage and fear in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. Each week, you will hear authentic conversations with thought leaders and visionaries as we dive deep into topics such as spirituality, business, money, relationships, sexuality, and so much more so that you can fully embody your boldly courageous self. Are you ready? Let's drop in. Hey, real quick before we dive into the episode, I need to let you know about something really, really special to me. So if you're anything like me and you've had this calling on your heart to start a podcast, but you have no idea where to start, I want to introduce you to the incredible team that I have worked with literally from day one of launching Boldly Courageous over at Podcast Co. They have just released a self-paced course called Launch Your Fucking Podcast. This program will literally take you through step-by-step step of launching your podcast from start to finish. You will learn everything about how to create and find the foundation and mission of your podcast, how to come up with the perfect name, get super clear on your audience and the structure of your show. Also, you will learn how to record, how to produce, how to edit, and also hosting, music, creating the perfect cover and building a successful launch strategy. Basically, by the end of the program, you will have launched a podcast that feels authentic and expansive to you, labeling you as the expert that is ready to impact and grow your audience in whatever phase of life they may be at. So all you have to do is go to the link in the show notes, use code boldly courageous at checkout, and you will get a hundred dollars off the launch your fucking podcast course. So now let's jump into the episode. Welcome back to the Boldly Courageous podcast. And my guest today is the amazing, the vibrant, the incredible Jennifer Watson. Jennifer and I actually met through Instagram. She sent me a DM, very genuine, very heart-centered, just really intentionally looking to connect on a deeper level with like-minded women in business and leadership and entrepreneurship. And we had such a beautiful conversation. She had me as a guest on her podcast and I brought her onto this podcast because I really wanted you to experience her gifts. This episode is full of incredible, incredible information. I took pages of notes. This is one of those episodes that you're gonna to wanna to bookmark, grab a notebook and really take action on some of the nuggets and wisdom that Jennifer shares. So in this episode, Jennifer goes through seven questions that you can ask yourself to truly discover your gifts. I know so many of us, myself included, sometimes wonder like, what is my gift? What am I good at? And we compare ourselves to other people and, and the success that they're having, and we can sometimes feel lost. So these seven questions to discover your gifts are so 
powerful. And then we dive into a deeper conversation around the importance of intuition and really why intuition is so important, how to tap into your intuition, and the three different ways that you can really start to develop an intuition practice that feels easy, that feels simple, that feels seamless, but more importantly, that you can evolve and grow with to give yourself massive permission to really, really trust yourself and to understand the difference between making a decision from a place of I feel to making a decision from a place of I think. We also riff a little bit on the importance of selling and sharing from a place of comparison versus service, what big decision energy is and how the body will always give you symptoms of what needs to be addressed if you don't address it right away. So my guest today, Jennifer Watson, is the owner of Jennifer Watson Leadership. She is a dynamic speech speaker and coach with a gift for intuitive and visionary coaching. She's an expert in wellness and leadership development, identity and mental age enhancement, high performance, post-trauma growth, movement and change adaptation, and soul-aligned living mastery. Like, yes, please give me all of that. Incorporating her expertise along with her athletic gifts as a former collegiate athlete and All-American, she has had the honor to share her message on the TEDx stage, NBC, Fox Radio, and Top Summit podcast. With 20 years experience in business and leadership management and wellness advocacy, she inspires those to unleash their potential and performance in all areas of their life. Her company, Jennifer Watson Leadership, elevates ambitious and conscious women leaders to break free permanently their blocks, keeping them stuck, creating true alignment, redefining their unique gifts as leaders, creating intuitive leadership and reclaiming their unique legacy, creating servant leadership impact. Her gift is truly to tap into the leader's Jedi flow state in wellness and leadership and create their extraordinary life. Let's dive into my conversation with Jennifer. Welcome, Jennifer. I'm so honored to have you here on the podcast. And I know that this conversation is going to be just an extension of the conversations we've been having, which are so deep and so beautiful. Um, And something that I love about you is your genuine desire for connection. You know, like the the way that we met, um, you reached out to me through social media and we just built an instant bond. And I just love, I can feel from you that connection is a superpower and so important to you. And I think it's needed right now in this world that we live in. So thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Melissa. I love conversations like this. Um, I will say it is one of my superpowers is connecting and I always get the best connections with people like you. And I do believe we need these types of podcasts and the conversations we're going to go through to help other people get to the next level in so many different ways. So it's an honor to be here. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So first question, I start the podcast off the same way every single with every single guest is what is one boldly courageous thing you've done recently? Oh, I love that question. You're going to laugh. I don't know how we can get a little TMI or not, but the BDE, people think of like big dick energy. I'm talking about big decision energy, but you can say whatever you want with that. And I literally encourage all of my clients to do that, Melissa, in just this week. Um, like I said, I'm a connector of a lot of people and I work with a lot of heavyweights. And I decided to reach out to three of my heavyweights and invite them into my new program. And I've always had this subconscious, like, well, they're already here. They don't need me. And coming back into my divine abundance, what I have to bring to the table, 
I took a big decision energy and invited three people in that I thought maybe didn't need my program, but I'm like, no, wait a minute. They absolutely do. And it's really about stepping back in perspective, right? On the gifts that you get to bring to a table. They may be great in some epic things, but so are you. So for me, that's a big decision energy of not just taking my connectors to help promote and support them, but saying, hey, you need me which was a real confidence builder for me. And all of you listeners know when you make big decision energy decisions, it 100% shifts you into your, your truth, why you're here and confidence to actually take action on it. So that's what I've done just this last week. <laughs> wow. I am obsessed with this because I think a lot of times in life or business or even relationships, we have this tendency to put people on a pedestal. Yes. Right. And I've had this experience myself meeting celebrities or being in a high level um, mastermind, feeling like I don't belong here. I'm not worthy. What do I have to offer? And, you know, what you just said, like recognizing that not everybody has the same strengths is so powerful mm -hmm. and that you have gifts that are so unique to you, right? You're one of one mm -hmm. and that's your magic, right? And I know sometimes we have this tendency to put people on a, on a pedestal. And not only does it place an unrealistic expectation on them to be this like demigod, right? And be perfect, but it also diminishes your value because you're comparing yourself to somebody else and, and really diminishing your light and your uniqueness because you're comparing yourself, right? You know, it's, it's really interesting that, and I'm the same way, Melissa, I, you know, all of us had the whole imposter syndrome and am I enough and, and you guys, and I honor that because that is a big hurdle for a lot of us, but I will say one thing that has helped me most get past it most quickly, Melissa, is the BDE doubling down on my craft really getting my gifts and amplifying them, not just gifts to the superpower level, and that has allowed me to take that big step of the BD energy to connect with these people. Because when I do that, what I find is you guys nine times out of 10, like, oh, thank you. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you for doing this. I, I struggle with this. And you start this conversation. You're like, hmm, I can do this to support them. Hmm. And they feel so supported. And then that helps them give more. It's just this, right? It's frequency. It's giving and receiving. And we all, we are one of one, like no one is exactly like me. Melissa, I don't know if I told you this, but I'm an identical twin. I, I didn't know that. Yes. I have someone out there that's a 99.9% .9 genetic, you know, identical blueprint as me. And let me tell you something, our gifts are different completely. Our personalities are different. The way we want to impact and how we fan that. Think about that. And I'm genetic blueprint of her. So what you said, if you guys can really step back and sit in that, like no one will ever enter the earth or come back on the earth like me again. How can I compare it to Jane Doe or John Doe? And I think when we just take just that one step and step in and just say, I'm asking, no matter what the outcome is, you will find them receive you like, oh, thank you, Jennifer. And I'm like, oh my gosh, wow they needed me. You guys make that decision of one little mm. big decision energy. I love this, Melissa, you said that, and it can shift you more into you and confidently asking the more you do it, the more it just happens. Then you're like, I'm just doing it. It just becomes behavior, right? It mm. becomes patterns. So bring that BDE every single week, you guys watch the magic happen and dialing in you to your purpose, 
to giving it to the world consistently. Mm. And what I'm really hearing from this and what's like landing for me is the difference between comparison energy versus service energy, right? So you said, um, like if we're putting somebody on a pedestal and thinking they don't need us, we're comparing ourselves to them and their success, right? I'm using air quotes, right? Their success or their place in the world or, you know, whatever versus um, how can I serve them? How can I use my gifts to actually help them? Right. And so two very different questions, yes. two very different lenses and two very different energies, right? One is ego-based about making it about me and not being enough or what, you know, the, uh, comparison versus one is higher self slash service based. Well, how can I serve? How can I support? How can I use my gifts to really help this person? And I love that you said something about knowing your gifts. Mm -hmm. So I know there's a lot of people that are listening to this right now that are like, that's great, but how do you know what your gifts are? Yeah. Right. Because, uh, maybe there's somebody who, um, you know, is feeling a little bit of that imposter syndrome or they are comparing themselves. So what's the process to really knowing what your superpowers are and what your gifts are? Oh gosh. I love that question. That is really overwhelming for a lot of people. And first and foremost, everyone, if this question is feeling overwhelming to you, I want that to actually be a sign. Your body is always giving you symptoms of things it wants you to address. When this is a tough question for you, there's a several things that can be going on, but one thing, and we can talk about this in a second, is often there's something on you, a saran wrap layer of blocks, old beliefs, old behaviors, maybe a trauma, maybe repeated old belief behavior that's like saran wrap on your identity, your gifts. It's really hard, everyone, to go, who am I? What are my superpowers? What are my gifts? When you are really feeling, I'll call it lost in translation, mm. chaos. And you guys, that is huge. This is part of what I do with clients is they're like, Jen, I know I have all these gifts, but I don't know what they are. You have to first step back. I can give some tips on kind of getting rid of the saran wrap sooner than later, but you have to take that saran wrap off. What is blocking you? Is it an old belief, you know, behavior, old trauma? Uh, old childhood womb. You guys, we can go into what that all is in a moment. That That's saran wrap. You cannot see truly your gifts until that's off. Putting that aside, once that is clear, I have seven questions. Actually, I have people ask themselves and I say, answer these questions once the saran wrap is off within 10 seconds. Okay. This is where we really tap into your subconscious and not what you're putting out, what you think you need to give to the world in the conscious level. Okay. The first question that you want to ask yourself is what makes me feel safe? Mm. What makes me feel stable? What makes me feel emotionally stable? What makes me feel safe and at peace? Mm. So, and again, these are powerful, you guys. Second question, what makes me feel powerful? What makes me feel I have something that I can change to be in charge of? What makes me feel powerful? Okay. Second question. Third, what makes me feel loved? What makes me feel supported? What makes me feel loved? What makes me feel supported? Next question. What do I need to say? What do I feel is my truth and I need to speak? Mm, wow. Okay. <laughs> the next question. We just have two more, you guys. The next question. This is a big one, you guys. What is my intuition 
telling me right now, and I know you have a lot of female listeners, guys, you can amp this up too. We can go into that. What intuitively is being told to me right now, today, that I'm supposed to do? Mm. And that the final question is, what makes me super powerful? What makes me the I am? i.e. I am the creator, the creator's in me, no matter what you guys believe about the higher intelligence, it is in you. What makes me Jennifer Watson? Mm. I am Jennifer Watson. When you say, go ahead and say it, Melissa, what, what you are. I am. I am the Melissa Martin. <laughs> when you say that, what does that do to you? Like it gives me chills when you just said like, it. You claim it. Claim yeah. it. You guys answer those seven questions quickly. And I don't mean like be stressed about it, but you don't want that conscious getting involved. Okay. Once the saran wrap is off, ask those seven powerful questions. It will start you mm. toward understanding what your gifts to your superpower is to get you into this abundant life you want every day, congruently, no matter the environment, period. Mm. Remember, good questions give you powerful answers, give you powerful action steps to stay in alignment with why you're here. Period. Yes. You're all, <laughs> I, I believe this so much. You're one good question away from a massive breakthrough. Every totally. time. Every you time. Guys, I know all of you listening and Melissa can say it too. You guys were not just BSing you. I can't tell you how much one small question, one small connection with Melissa, one small changes literally the trajectory of my life. Literally money, relationships, impact, mm. Remember this, you guys, mm. one small step creates the domino effect, right? Look at tapping mm. the one domino. What does it do? You guys, this is physics. We are of nature. It's one step in the right direction aligned with you. Watch the magic happen. Ease and flow, baby. <laughs> can you think, can you think back to maybe more recently, like a question that completely shift your whole perspective or like changed your life or a big breakthrough that you've had that you would want to share? Um, absolutely. Um, that is such a great question. I was literally at this powerful retreat just in the last month and probably the best retreat I've ever been on. Okay. It was this sanctuary shift sanctuary retreat. And, um, they had us ask real powerful questions to each other. And one of the questions that was asked me, asked me, why are you avoiding your stardom? Why are you avoiding you to be on front and center stage? By the way, I'm a star, you guys, with Wealth Dynamics, just FYI. <laughs> that doesn't mean I'm looking for glory and looking for the star, you know, role as far as look at me, all of me. That is my role. Give me a cause. Give me an innovative idea and let me speak. Let me draw people in. Let me lead. Let me inspire people. Someone asked me that. They're like, why are you thwarting being a star? Why are you not stepping into that? And I was like, oh my, and it hit me between mm. the eyes. So I'm like, I do avoid that. It's been it, you guys, we all have it. I'm like, it's not a good thing to try to want to be in the glorified position. It's not about a glorified position. It's your position. Someone's got to lead the cause, speak mm. it, give the product, the impact to the world. That was me. And I was thwarting it in every area of my life, mm. in personal, in my business. And I literally started crying. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I have, I have not uploaded. I have not stepped fully into star position. And that is my superpower. You guys, I want you to know when you have a mastermind of people that you learn about and they know you well, 
they make you answer those questions. That was a powerful question for me. And maybe you guys need to ask that of yourself. Is there something that once you find a gift, are you backing off of because you think society might think in my case, oh, Jennifer, you'll be the big star. I'm like, I am the star. That is my gift. I hate systems, by the way. <laughs> they are so necessary, everybody in business. I delegate that to people. I hate that stuff. Okay. I'm visionary. I'm up here, like innovator, like go ahead, speak it, give me the mic and I'll make shit happen. You guys, that's, that's who I am. Okay. Mm. I was backing off that Mm -hmm. powerful question that each of you listening should think about once you get your gifts down you answer those seven questions you know are you backing off on some of those are you not shining the way are you not leveling up if you're not let's look at that how you can and surround yourself with people that say it's time for you to level up and we're keeping you accountable on it so it's been fun to see that question be answered by me and i've shifted so much in the last 30 days in my business in mm. my personal life in some old wounds mm -hmm. I, you guys yes that powerful question shifted everything that mm. one question i'm like ooh. <laughs> so okay so now that you know that you're meant to be the star what has been the big shift like what action are you going to take what's the thing that you're like what is the big scary thing because yeah. obviously there's you're like okay fuck now i have to do this thing that yeah. i've been resisting and so what is that thing a hundred percent. So, um, I'm going to be on a show <laughs> that's similar to shark tank. Shut the front <laughs> the door. Way, it's through a very good friend of mine. He's one of my connector friends, David Meltzer. Great guy. Great guy. If you don't know this guy, he's amazing. He has a two minute drill. That's similar to shark tank tank a little bit less kind of a little bit less intense, but still present. And you give your product to the world and you put it in your, you're speaking about it. You're innovating about it. And, and they invest in you, they send you the right people, whatever. So I'm taking my stardom on national level on, I think it goes on Amazon prime, you know, type of thing. So I'm moving it in that space. You guys, I reached out and I said, dude, this, this, this method that I'm giving to the world gut leadership method. I'm like, it, it has to be for all leaders, for the 1% leaders that want to create influence and impact. It is a hundred percent a done deal. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, holy crap. You guys, that was a big decision energy. I'm like, I have to step in that. I usually make a summit and events for everyone else to shine. I'm making a retreat and summit for me to be the primary speaker, have other people as panelists. You know, is that, you know, right? So yes, you guys, I've taken that and I've shifted everything a little bit when I'm doing planning for this next year where I am the star role. And then you know what's happened? Listen, I've had all these people that fill in the other roles the creator of this, the one that has the action steps and the behind the scenes, the IT, they're pulling in because they believe in my vision, in my method. So it's all coming instead of me forcing to bring it in. Cause you guys, when you step, you guys, this is physics, it's quantum physics. When you step in your light and make a courageous decision mm -hmm. about it, you draw on people that will step in their light for the gifts that they have whatever it is, creator, supporter, whatever it is, you guys. So that's probably my biggest thing that has shifted is now I'm speaking on bigger stages. I've asked for my method to be taken to the world. I'm going to be on a show. Um, I'm reaching out to, again, the one percenters you, you asked about earlier this week. Then I'm like, you actually need me. Mm. <laughs> I'm not just the connector. I'm like, you actually need me. They're like, really? I'm like, and they're like, I do. So you guys, it takes you to grow a set. I get that, but let me tell you, Melissa, and you and I talk about this all the time, you guys, when you just take one step with one person, how it feels inside this confidence and you're so anchored in and all this magic starts happening. So that's my biggest thing is I'm going to be on a show. I'll let you guys oh know gosh. when it goes live. 
Wow. And that's incredible. Like yeah. right from that one question to that to now leading to that big decision energy to um, putting yourself in a, a, a category or a room or a space that challenges you, that stretches you to be in that light. That's so powerful and inspiring. I love that. I can't wait to see like what happens next. And you. you mentioned one of the questions, it was number six out of seven as being one of the most powerful and is what is my intuition telling me right now to, and today that I'm supposed to do? So let's dive into that a little bit more because, um, you know, we hear a lot about uh, follow your intuition, like trust your gut, right. In the leadership space, the personal development space. And I think for some, they don't even know what their intuition is. They don't even know what it means to trust themselves. Like I know for me personally, I have a hundred conversations a day where I'm in my head and not in my body. And so I know for me, it's a learned practice, but why is that question so powerful? Like what is so important about our intuition and really trusting it? Yeah. So you guys, it, it's, it's innately in all of us. Women do have an edge. Okay. Because intuition, many of you may know is in our feminine space. Okay. Mm-hmm. We all can tap into our feminine space, including men, you know, um, and I work with a lot of men and we, we refine that because it isn't quite that natural gift, but it's, it's available for all of us. Okay. If you, it is available for all of us, when you look at intuition, you guys, it is our way of dialing in structured decision-making that is aligned with our truth. Mm. Mm. Structured. Say that again. (laughs) Write that down. Intuition is structured decision-making aligned with your truth. Mm. Okay. You have got to be very congruent with who you are. Remember gifts, superpowers, that's your radio station. That's your unique radio station. Your intuition are the antennas to say yes, no to things. Yes, no. Yes, no. Okay. With all structured decisions in your business, in your personal life, all that. Okay. How do you know? You're right. Okay. Everybody's like, yeah, I get that, Jennifer. I actually get that. This is an all knowing. It's, it's part of, I just know, cause I just know that's, we call it the gut instinct, right? The intuitive instinct. I just know, but I don't know what that is. What does that feel like? You guys, we do need to know what that feels like because emotions guide our actions, right? It's the middleman. Okay. So I encourage people that maybe are new or just trying to up level to the next level of intuition, because I have seven levels, by the way, of intuition that I teach in my program (laughs) that are really, really needed, but I'll give you the guys, the first three. So the first one is if you've never really dialed in your intuition before you're like, Jen, I've thwarted it for so long. I get it. It's in my feminine space. I'm a woman. I get that it's needed to help take structured, powerful decisions in my aligned space. How do I do that? You guys take something really basic that you know you love. <laughs> like, I don't care if it's, I'm just making this up, that you, you know you go on a run or you, you have a book that just feeds your soul or you have a, a piece of music that you like to listen to. It doesn't matter. Or you're making decisions at the grocery store. I want to, and I feel that I need to have this healthy thing that feels good. Check in somatically where you feel that in your body. When you say, mm. it just feels right to get the grapefruit. Okay, great. You don't have to know why yet. Just where do you feel that? Feels, I'm making this up, you guys, expansive, kind of in my heart or feel it in my gut a little bit. Or just, you want to be in touch with the feeling where you feel it. I feel my whole body just relax, relax. Mm. I feel like I'm getting out of my head when I feel intuitive. Great. Whatever your feeling is, tap into that and do it with something really easy at first, you guys. 
And then you get more complex with harder decision-making. Okay, feel, feel, feel. That is the middleman to direct the traffic, okay? It dictates action, dictates results. Okay, that's the first thing. The second thing, we all have a very unique intuition, all of us, okay? What you do next is you tap into the second sense that is involved. So we have five other senses, you guys, right? We have, and the, the three to the most, most common with intuition are sight, vision, what you're seeing, what you're hearing, and ampling up even more if you're really a kinesthetic person, what you're feeling beyond just a gut instinct, okay? We do have gustatory taste and smell. Those are big ones too, but those are more associated with trauma and memories, which we can go into later. So for me, I hear things audibly in my head. For some, it's like, I get an email, visual, Jen, like someone sends me money on this program. I'm like, yes, I have to do it. Everyone's different on that. Some are like, Jen, I feel this overall expansion when someone comes into me kinesthetically, it's not just gut. I actually feel it all over my body, like this light. And I feel so congruent with that. They actually have a mm. deeper feeling than just the average person. I'm an empath. So that is a close second for me. I feel a lot of things beyond just gut. It's full sense, full body feeling. Okay. You guys, so those are examples, but you want to play with that tap into that second sense. Do you hear something? Do you feel something? Do you see something? That's the second part. Again, start with something basic, then you get higher level. And this is the third one, you guys, where we talk about powerful questions, give you powerful answers. This is a question you want to ask on a decision. Start with something really basic. If I had nothing at my fingertips, if I had everything taken away, money, health, family, everything taken away, would I still do this? If your answer is yes, you go with it. I'm going to give you an example of it. I, I think there'd be very few things that would be a yes in that situation. Right, <laughs> right. And this, this is why as we go deeper in the levels, you guys, this helps with higher level decision-making where you're scared to death of doing something. I'm going to give you an example of this. When I opened my first practice in 2008, my first PT practice, do you guys remember 2008? 2008 crash financial <laughs> ruin financial, like did girlfriend you are smart but you're gonna fail do you know how many people thought leaders i mean you're like you're going to fail jennifer and i remember thinking people made millions of dollars during the depression like there's possibilities here but i'd go within and i and i went into my intuition i got myself clear of the saran wrap got really aligned went in my bedroom what do i feel about starting it 2008 I heard God saying, you do this now mm. or you're never going to do it. That was my son. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. And the third thing was, I have no extra money. Barely have a roof over my head. I just bought a freaking home. You know, <laughs> I have no one supporting me on this right now. No one. I have no one, no mm. money, extra money, no people supporting me on this. I had my health, but I had nothing. I was making something from nothing. And I'm like, if I, if I don't have that, do I still really want to do this? I'm like, hell yes. Mm. I have to give this to the world. I have to give my healing hands. And this is part of my practice to the world. I have to do this. Mm -hmm. I got resourceful. Money came to me that week. You guys, it flooded to me. I had also new people that started supporting me that weren't my old people, but new people that I could hire that were really cheap at the time. You guys, it all came together. I took the step because I'm like, I have to do this. Even if I have nothing at my fingertips right now, guess what, you guys? All this stuff comes real quickly later. Trust me, if you step in alignment to the universe, the universe will 100% respond to you. 
hundred percent. You guys, I'm not going to say it's always going to be big things like that, but small things, mm. small nuances. And uh, by the way, if you want to know how everything turned out, uh, me and Uber did just fine that year. They also opened up in 2008. <laughs> Touche. Now, did I make quite as much money as Uber? No, but I made, I got my money back. I hired amazing staff we grew to be one of the biggest holistic practices in the area because where I was at Virginia, they didn't have holistic care. That's another story. You guys, I took a step. I grew a set. I cleared the saran wrap, listened to my intuition. I had to let go that no one was backing me. I had no money. You guys, I was like, other than like living, I'm like, I, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. Like to, to start this in a brick and mortar it requires more overhead. It just does. Mm -hmm. And that's where I went with it. So that's where this third question, you guys, starts taking you down layers into harder decisions. The first two are a little bit more like yes, no, yes, no. And what you will find, side note, this is a key also that you're using intuition more. Everybody hear this out. You're saying no a lot more times than yes. Mm -hmm. Like as in 75% of the time. Mm -hmm. I've interviewed amazing thought leaders and they will say this, not only from the intuitive sense, but as leaders that are high performers and get shizzy done every day and live in their abundance, you will notice, and that's a great barometer check, is you will start saying no to 75% of things that come your way, that you have to tap into your intuition. Nope, that's not aligned with me. Nope, that's not aligned with me. Nope, that person's not aligned, that event. that, And it feels so good. You're going to question it first. That's why you go back to the first two and you mm -hmm. step down. And again, we have some other layers to that. Um, but it's, you just start evolving into that. And just like anything, Melissa, you start making it pattern and then it gets easy. You made big decisions I've made that have required a lot of money of me, like 80, 100, 150 grand at one time, like yes or no, because you just start trusting yourself mm -hmm. and your body and brain loves when you start trusting yourself. It gets really confused. You guys get this. It gets very confused when it tells you something and you do something different. It's like, then it goes into chaos. And what do we experience? Overwhelm, outside body, disassociative behavior, um, exhaustion. It's going, what is she doing? I just told you what to do. <laughs> it was literally saying that to you. Like it, you're battling, you're creating a dissonance mm. between yourself and the outside world. And I think you said it once, which it really hit me. I love your words, Melissa. You're giving consent to things coming into you that are not supposed to be in you. Yes. And that can be seen on all levels, you guys, personally, professionally, intimately, it does not matter. You can take that however you want. Go through this step. That intuition is in all of us. It is guiding your structured decisions every day of the week and twice on Sunday with <laughs> hiring, launches, stepping into a relationship. It, it does not matter, you guys, when you pull this in, it will be the rocket fuel to the next level of you. Find mm. your gifts, get congruent with that. Tap into that intuitive leadership for yourself. And it doesn't matter if you don't have an, you know, a business, you guys, for those of you that are on this podcast, they're listening. You are still leading yourself. You have to be intuitive about how you lead your family, how you're leading um, in a group with people, with your friends. You have to trust that. Fan that. We need to start opening that up and stop thwarting it. It's such a powerful tool. And you each have a unique way of, of expressing it. Use it. Mm. Tap into it. Be all you can be, as the saying goes. And it starts with, with intuitive thinking, intuitive mm. expression. And I love that you tied it back to the feminine because I always, in my mind, I'm like the masculine as I think and the feminine as I feel. Right. Mm -hmm. And so 
intuitive leadership to me is I feel, mm-hmm. and then I think. Yes. Right. And, and that's where it needs to go. You guys. And I'm going to be honest with you. I have had debates with many leaders on this. I teach and coach very differently. You guys, I, I believe the landscape of leadership, by the way, needs to change. Wellness needs to change. And part of it is we're, we're starting with the wrong question, the wrong step. And what you just said is true. I believe on every decision, you start with intuitive space to give you again, the structured action steps from your other side of the brain. Yeah. Okay. And when you do that, magic happens. You, you get less in your head, more productivity from yourself, from your team, psychological safety for yourself, for your team. You just start masterminding starts flowing. And I will argue that I will, I will say that's the space that most of us need to tune into. And when you struggle with that, pull in a team member, that's good at it. Mm. We all need help sometimes. Right. Yeah. And it's interesting because when you're first starting out in your business or anything, there's a lot of imposter syndrome, kind of bringing it back to what we were talking about in the very beginning of like these people that we put on pedestals and we think they're so much further along. And so we discredit our own intuition because we put more faith and trust in their experience or their success than we do our own knowing. Yeah, And it's like, you get to a point I think most entrepreneurs kind of go through this process of like following everybody else's systems and having success, but getting to a point where you feel like you were saying exhausted and burnt out, overwhelmed, stressed, anxiety, brain fog, lack of excitement and joy. You're in hustle mode 24 seven. And you just reach this plateau of like, if this, what it was, if this is what it was like to make six figures, I don't think I want to make seven figures. Like I remember early on in my business, having this limiting belief that I don't have enough energy to make a million dollars because I'm already burnt out at six figures. I don't know how, I don't know how I'm going to get to seven. And then you get to this realization like, okay, well, everything I did to make six figures is not what I'm going to do to make seven figures. So you make that switch of instead of thinking, 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 and trusting everybody else outside of yourself, you start to say, fuck the system. Like I'm going to find my own way. And you change all your systems and all your courses and all your offerings. And this is where you see the power of evolution and entrepreneurship. You see so many people make this pivot, the power of the pivot. Right. And I, I feel like the, it's not really even a pivot Really, it's about getting out of the I think and tapping into the I feel and that divine leadership, that intuitive leadership that you're talking about of like, okay, that's great that that system worked for you, but let me check in with my body and see if that works for me. And and it's so funny you should say that you guys, and that's such a a powerful point because we all have a tendency to chase the shiny object of people that we respect, right? That comparison of servant versus comparison mode, right? What feels right for you and going in, what I mean by somatically, you guys, and is really going in, tapping in, feeling like, is it making you low frequency, anxious or high frequency? Like, yeah, this feels right. And I was literally just doing a masterclass last week. You follow him as well. He's a good friend of mine, uh, um, Kian Lagi. And we did a high performance masterclass. We were having people struggle with doing 8 billion things. And I tapped in, you know, Kian um, and I did a really great riff together, but I tapped into someone I was, we were doing hot seat coaching. And I said, you know, I said, take a deep breath. Let's go within. I'm like, what does this feel like to you? She's like, I don't want to do that. I'm like, why? Okay, let's not do it. She, she just needs someone to honor and it's see that she's making yeah. that decision. And she's like, I'm not going to do it. I, it literally shifted her, her light, everyone, 
her, she looked different. She looked prettier. I'm not kidding you guys. I'm not trying to be all superficial. I mean, she just got all, you could just see like her body shift. And Kina, and I just started laughing. I'm like, why are you doing it? She's like, well, I don't know. And I'm like, well, just make the decision you want to do it. That's cool. She needed to see that someone was seeing her in her value of her decision to stay in her truth. And that's something I really encourage you guys to do is get that mastermind people, group people together, coaching person there that to stay in your truth. Sometimes you need to have someone observe that truth. I can't tell you how much it shifted her by us just saying, I honor that, let it go. You know, do it that way, move it on. And because she looks at and, and kind of bring the, bringing this full circle, this is why we hire coaches, right? Nine times out of 10, we're just hiring coaches to give us permission to do the thing that we really want to do, but we just don't trust ourselves. So this is where the pedestal theory maybe comes in positive light, right? Because you hold a, I'm using air quotes, a position of power mm-hmm. in her mind, a position of authority, or maybe the better word is a position of wisdom. I like that word better. Wisdom yeah. feels better to me. So because you hold a position of wisdom, you granting her permission probably in her body felt so freeing because, you know, it's like almost, I think we all on some level want a little bit of reinforcement that like what we're on the right path or there's validation and like, okay, I feel this, but am I crazy for feeling this? Am I wrong for feeling this? And when someone who we, um, view as being wise or embody, maybe, maybe just, I'm a verbal processor. Can you tell, uh, maybe just embodying the level of leadership that we wish to embody. Okay. So if you say I can, you give yourself permission and you're giving me permission and I want to give myself permission, then I should just give myself permission. Right. 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 You guys, you know what? We are spiritual, powerful beings living a human experience. Yes. Don't ever ignore that. Don't shame that. We only support in kind of confirmation of things. And I think, you know, there's this balance of not needing someone's accolades, but also people that you trust, people that you're pulling your world, like a coach or a mastermind or friends that you absolutely trust and honor their opinion and that you pull in and get confirmation. There's that Mm. balance of that. It Mm -hmm. does come down to you that I believe this, but we do need to be witnessed, right? We want to be seen, heard, and loved for who we are and be accepted for that. So there's power in that and power in creating a safe space for that. So yeah, something that small, right? (laughs) I love that. So I feel like we could talk for hours about this. Clearly we have no problem getting into the vortex. Um, And I know that there's people listening, probably going, okay, I need to know what the other seven steps for building intuition is. And they're going to take these journal prompts um, and just like revolutionize their life. But for those that really want to connect more deeply with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Or what is something maybe that you're launching or you're offering that you're really excited about right now? Yeah, thank you so much for asking. So I'm the most active everyone on Instagram at the Jennifer Watson. And I'm also on um, Facebook and LinkedIn and Jennifer Watson Leadership. That's the name of my company. But you guys just reach out to me on the DMs. I answer my own DMs and I want to be here to support you, whether it be on this podcast or you want to set up a call just to kind of see how I potentially could support you. I, I, I want to see you guys live your best life. And that is really important for me to create leaders of leaders. Yes. And that's who I really love to tap into is that conscious, ambitious leader that wants to take their impact to the next level and is not afraid to up level. So mm. as far as new programs, like I said, I've made a lot of shifts in the last 30, 30 to 60 days. And listen, I have a new program, both one-on-one and group program that's going to be starting 
starting in the next month here, and it's called the Living Legacy Project. And it's a six month program with me, whether it be you choose one-on-one to group and we kind of figure that out when you come on that call with me. And it's really helping you align, get rid of the saran wrap. We don't realize we have a lot of that. We can't always see our junk when we're on the inside of the bottle. <laughs> You're just really super dialing in your unique alignment, your superpowers, then taking that into more of an intuitive leadership for personal to self, to your impact, and then being that servant impact, mm. really giving you templates and action steps to make it happen quickly in all environments and filter through the noise, through adversity and resilience. And the reason why I think my program is so great is because I utilize my particular method where we use counterintuitive tools, but science based techniques that really get you there faster, but also keep you there more consistently and powerfully. I'm really excited about it. Like I said, I've reached out big powerhouses. And when I say powerhouses, you guys, I mean, all of you that are ready to up level and be that person that believes in the 2008 experience. Yes. People say that you can do it and there's more of us out there, but you need to get connected to people like Melissa, like me to make it happen. We do need each other to elevate to that next level. So I'd be honored to get on a call with you. I am offering to your people, you know, almost anybody that makes a discovery call, if they just put in courageous, I know it's coming from you and we give a 20% discount, which is pretty huge on the program, um, both for one-on-one or the group. So that is given to your listeners for sure. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. That sounds, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, that sounds amazing. I'm like, where do I sign? Right. Um, and it's a testament to how convicted you are in your gifts and that BDE energy that you talked about, right? And the service that you provide. So if you guys are listening to this and you're feeling called to work with Jennifer, pay attention to all the crumbs she left throughout this entire call of the reason why you're feeling called is one, it probably feels like a yes in your body, but two, you, because you are so convicted in the gifts and the service that you provide, right? It's not about selling. It's not about convincing. It's about showing up and serving. So I love that. Um, okay. So last question, and I, I would love for you to just, you take up as much space as you would like to, is what are you celebrating right now? Oh, gosh. Hmm. I'm celebrating, you know, this is what you guys, when you work with me, I want you to know if you cry, I cry with you. I'm an emotional person. So this part's going to be emotional for me. You know, one of my greatest um, successes is I healed my brain. I talk a lot about my mental wellness journey, Melissa, but this week in the last month, I'm really celebrating my physical body, my physical life. I've had people in my life that have failed a little bit in their health. And I know more than ever, confirm more than ever that your mind, body, soul, you guys, we have to keep this as a beautiful, um, just core anchor for us to do all the gifts, all the things we want to serve in this world. And I'm so grateful, so thankful for having health on all platforms. And I continue Mm. to evolve that health because I get to then do all the things on what I call my playground, not my work, (laughs) my playground to give back to people. So encourage all of you who don't have that, we can help anchor you into that. But I'm grateful for my health, especially Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It's truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to step fully into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be so incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes to leave me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life.